Welcome to the 385th consecutive week of Cinema PsyOps. Take two. I'm your host, Court, the guy that's coming to you live with a legally derived hemp high. And joining me all the way across the city of Omaha in his underground studio bunker, no longer puking his guts out is my co-host, Matt. I'm doing a lot better now. <laughs> about <laughs> seven-ish hours from when we yeah. were initially going to do this? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was hardcore. Uh, I don't know what happened. Little, little bit of a humbug in my holiday season there. Well, I was battling with the crack tank that I talked about last week that everybody heard, and I finally on December twenty fifth or twenty fourth, December twenty yeah. fourth, we got the replacement entire toilet instead of just the tank. Even though oh, all nice. we needed was just the tank, <laughs> and I finally well, had I, the tank replaced, and now I'm pretty sure all the le- leaking and shit is done. That's good. I had a crack tank in my body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you were vomiting quite a bit. Yeah. Well, and the the shutoff valve uh for the toilet, like the little stem thing that you can turn off uh, you know, to keep the tank from filling up in case yeah. there's a problem like that. Uh it's basically just an emergency shutoff valve in that you're supposed to shut it off and just leave it off. And we were using it so that we could use the toilet and it just that gave out too. So one of those nights Oh um, man, what a great I had off. I had to go get out and get a new stem to replace it. Oh. <laughs> well, over our little Christmas break that we had. So it was an eventful little Christmas break for me. Right? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was a bit stressful, but not nearly as bad as, you know, you puking your fucking guts out like earlier. Luckily, this that was only one day of, of life. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It uh, That could have been way worse. Uh, at least it didn't. Two years ago, I had COVID and that knocked me down for like almost a month. So <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. You were not quite right. We have episodes to prove that. It took a really long time for you to come back. It really did. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know what was going to happen with that one. So, <laughs> speaking pretty- of speaking of things that people won't know what's going to happen, the original recording of the episode from this morning, I'm not going <laughs> to include any of that yeah. stuff. Uh, Matt vomiting on air is not exactly entertaining no matter oh. how much people think it might be. Yeah, it it I mean, it happened. <laughs> <laughs> it was like you answered the phone and immediately vomited. I, you called and I was like, "Dude, I got to go real quick." <laughs> Just, I was on my floor with a bucket, just, oof. <laughs> and, you know, kudos to you. You're a fucking trooper. You were like, oh, God, I think I'm going to die. We're, we're going to do this episode, Court. <laughs> Let's do we're it. We're going to get this done. Let's talk of, I fucking, I watched this shit and did the notes. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> and now, seven hours later, we're trying again, and we're going to start all the way from the beginning of the movie. We're going to win this one. This <laughs> one's going to be a winner. I don't feel like puking again. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. I'm going to shit my pants, but... Since that Surprise. won't come through on the mic, I'm just going to sit here in my own filth <laughs> Well, the I mean, listen, that's what I've been doing for the better part of going from the bunker. <laughs> it's just shitting myself. <laughs> uh, I guess that depends. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, now that we made that scatological humor, now yep. we can move into talking about images in a convent, a Joe D'Amato joint, which yeah. means some hardcore Well, and I knew what I saw. His, yeah, when I saw his name, I'm like, oh, great. We're going to have swaths of time where nothing happens. This is be awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, there's that, and then there's going to be really, really serious rape scenes somewhere in the film sold yeah, off well, as, like, uh-huh. a sex scene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and we got that as well. But yeah. finally, folks. 
folks. Finally, we are getting the actual nunsploitation that I was expecting. It took a sleazemeister like Jody Mato to just give me what I've been meaning this and wanting this entire time for <laughs> nunsploitation. Give Court what he wants. <laughs> some nun exploitation with habits on. Yeah, some sex with habits. So we're finally yeah. going to get to talk about that in this episode as well. So kind of a mixed bag of, uh, of emotions that we've got going on. Uh, this week, I'm going to do a double dose of King Diamond from the same record in the same storyline where a character goes into a convent and then wants to know what's going on behind the walls of the convent. We're going to have a double dose of that. And then I'm going to just get weird with it with the rest of the nunnery-related music that I picked for this hey private guys, radio edit. because I've heard the first song before. It is pretty fucking spot on. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not uh, beat around the bush on this one. We're going to play the Legion Patreon ad. Right after that, we're going to have King Diamond with the song Into the Convent from the album The Eye. And those of you that know, already know, yeah, it's real this spot This will keep it quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You call me Cutting a New Show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash legionpodcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for five dollars, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash legion podcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room. I tell you. <laughs> hey, at least you didn't stop to vomit through this part. This right? Time. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, this uh, by this point, the show had already vomited three times. Yeah, it was not a fun recording. No, it was not. <laughs> let's make this a fun one. And let's tell everyone about the image in a convent. Image in a convent it was all in Italian, so we uh, did subtitles, so no clips this week. At least any that most of our audience could understand anyway. Yeah. So uh, anyway, we see a nun is talking to a dude. 
episode, he uh, blames his pagan statue for a dead rabbit being at it because people, you know, end up killing the rabbits for the pagan because his convent's actually built on a on a damned uh, pagan ground. So, you know, that's real smart, everyone. Um, that's basically the, what they're getting at. But the guy wants to yeah. blame the statue. The god is yeah. Pan, but it looks like the and devil. The, and the statue is like, looks like what you would think a, the devil would look like. Little right. horns coming out of it. You know, that kind of shit. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> may have been sick as a dog, but the stuff that we talked about in the show that I brought up, you remembered and then reincorporated into your review. That was great. <laughs> Goddamn right. So anyway, uh, a bishop brings a young lady named Isabella to the convent. He, she, uh, her father in the church want to protect her from her uncle, and she wants Mother Superior to get her to take the vows. And Mother Superior's like, "Wow, well, we, you know, usually don't force people to take vows." And he's like, "Yeah, just keep her like and like." Not even a full-blown nun. Just get her to take the vows and then just keep her safe. That's kind of what he was saying. He's like, we don't need anything else. Uh, yeah, she does argue with the whole thing about she only follows the needs of the church in the eyes of God and not the eyes of man or something along those lines. Where she's protesting about not getting involved with the politics the church has to dabble in. And he pretty much tells her that you can't serve God without dabbling in the politics. And, uh, yeah, how is she going to get money for the church without dabbling in the politics? Right, so that's why he convinces her to do this this begrudgingly but it was this whole long drawn out thing that you did kind of gloss over i mean absolutely you should but yeah. I, I do want to point that there is like some philosophical debate and it's not just the idea that she doesn't want to just take in this woman who doesn't want to be a nun she actually doesn't want to get involved with this political stuff because she feels like that's more of harm for the for her nunnery than anything and the church is just like but the money <laughs> yeah but the dad's giving us money i mean what the hell yeah and it's also because they're trying to protect the virtue of the young woman from her uncle who apparently they have been throwing down in secret and they're trying to lock her away from him. Yeah, apparently he's been uh, he's he's a real not good dude, uh, <laughs> according to them. Yeah, so that, there's a whole bunch of stuff that's mixed in with all of this and the reason that the father is so willing to pay the church so much money to nunify and lock up his daughter is because it's his brother apparently is getting after that or his wife's brother. I don't know. Which yeah, one. somewhere along the line some shit's happening. Then we see Isabella, we cut to her, she She's unpacking her things, and it is an imaginable filler here of her just unpacking. Nothing interesting, just her unpacking. Unless you got, uh, like, a thing for watching women unpack their clothing and hang them up. Yeah. Like, this is not really entertainment. No, no, that's that's hella specific. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's probably pretty safe to say that you don't have that as your kink, yeah. but, like, just in case you do, this film's for you. <laughs> Just in case. So then two nuns come and they bring Isabella her new habit, her clothes. And then she meets with Mother Superior. And when she comes out, uh, she's got her titties out while in her habit. Mother Superior kind of freaks. Thank you, movie. Yeah, right? Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> You're already giving me what I wanted, some tits and habits. <laughs> yeah. So while Mother Superior freaks, uh, she's like, you know, Isabella's like, hey, listen, I don't believe any of this shit. You know, your religion and God and the devil are all bullshit and she's like it's all it's all bullshit and shit like that pretty much and Isabella's that her, whole stance on life is the only thing she believes in is that her tits look great when they're out and I mean listen if you're only going to go with things you know then you know she did a great job <laughs> she's going to base her entire faith on something it might as well be that the fact that her breasts look good sticking out exactly so then she says her uncle will actually save her as well and you get really weirded out by this whole relationship she has with her uncle they're fucking uh, they're totally yeah. fucking that's the yeah. i've come to that conclusion after the second time we tried to do this start of the review they're fucking yeah i i kind of i kind of feel that as well and uh, it's the know, only 
only reason the dad's paying to get her locked away is to stop her yeah. from fucking her uncle. So anyway, later on, then Isabella has a dream. She's running to some man, and we are here to assume that this is definitely her uncle. I mean, they are uh, fucking, so yes, that's probably who yeah, she's dreaming about. Yeah, because then they, they strip down, they throw down, and they get naked and start with some sex. And as she's doing this Kind of uncomfortable because she may be an underage girl while doing this, or what, well, I'm not sure what her age is supposed to be that they're controlling her life. But uh, it's also supposed to be her uncle, so this may or may not be a thank you movie for you, depending upon how cool you are with that. Well, it all depends on where you're at from the Mason-Dixon line, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> if you're rolling Tide, you're probably perfectly fine with this. Yeah, if you roll Tide, you're definitely into this, but uh, that's about it. As she's dreaming, we see the devil statue, and then we see another nun. Her window blows open, and her candle falls, and after she begins fixing that, she begins masturbating, and we have a little masturbation scene, and then that ends at 20 minutes, the first 20 minutes. Did you think that the face on the sculpture for the god went from sort of frowny to smiling when the window blow open thing happened? Did they do? Did they I, change I the face a little bit? I can see what you're saying like that. I don't know if they did change it, but I think it's... It could be that that's in our own heads to see. Yeah, but I get that. Your it perception looks of the constantly statue, like it's smiling. Yeah, but your perception of the ch- statue changes with the images that they're showing you alongside of it. And yeah. when it goes from this first sex scene, and then the window blows open, like they're basically saying that what she's doing, her dreaming, her lust, the sin that she's bringing into the convent is infecting all of the other nuns. That's basically exactly. what they're setting up here. And this great god that is this uh, uh, pagan god that was there before them that we're seeing this statue that's been set up. Up, but they haven't done the full explanation that we've been getting into just yet. They're just hinting at it with some of these things. But the pagan god statue being involved with that is basically using that to essentially combat the current religion that's taken over this spiritual mound or yeah. what pagans do, right? Like that's what, mm-hmm. like sex is the thing for pagans usually. <laughs> There's I mean, a lot yeah, of they're usually into orgies. Pagans are usually, they, they have all the orgies and shit. Right? I mean, like so. that's the fun stuff, right? I mean, that's got Catholicism yeah. beat for me for sure. So. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I don't think you have to pay dues either. You just, you know, you show up and you, you do the orgies. Uh, and they and the, the reasons why we have Christmas trees. <laughs> well, anyway, let's roll some more Utah. You'll die to well, finish up the next 20. All right. Next 20 begins. Well, that same nun who was diddling herself, she goes into Isabella's room, see Isabella's all hot in her dream, and then proceeds to go down on her. I'm not so sure I could thank the movie for this one because that doesn't seem right. Although for this time and age, I'm sure they consider that her just having a good time yeah so like don't touch someone that's unconscious no matter how yeah. horny it makes you don't don't yeah. fucking do that yeah don't ever do that yeah don't don't, don't. do that it's, you, it's bad yeah you don't do that that's yeah. the, that's it's, the whole thing yeah thank now, you having said that yes this is very much her uh what she's doing here i could see where they were trying to in the 70s show this as like a sexual fantasy thing you know because yeah. oh she'll never know and she was dreaming anyway about sex or it's, whatever it's, but it's still fucking and wrong. it's two ladies doing and <laughs> still fucking wrong, but we can move on now. All wrong. Well, anyway, then that nun, she gets ready to leave, and she gets busted by Sister, Mar- sister Marta, who's like second in command. Uh, well, that sister takes her and then whips her, and then starts licking her wounds, and then uh, starts going down on her. And after giving the nun, after lashing her, and then giving her, and then lashing her, so, you know, uh, after lashing her in two different ways, uh, she gets horrified, and Sister Marta runs away. This is the uh, first of... So- 
some very serious, more hardcore shots. Uh, I'm going to yeah. call all of this a thank you because the whipping part even seemed kind of consensual between the two women. Yeah, it's almost like that's what they do. Yeah, that's the, like the their sexual play. And, the, and the, like they have to feel the pain, uh, uh, you know, of what they're. They have to feel the pain of pain for what they are about to do. It's almost like pain before you actually do something wrong. <laughs> Paying in advance, basically. Yeah, right. There you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we then get a large commotion, and we see there's an injured man on the grounds. And the sisters, uh, you know, they take him in, and they start patching him up. And Sister Marta's pretty nervous about this, as she tells Mother Superior that men aren't usually allowed on the grounds. But Mother Superior, and they're so far away from anything, where'd he come from? Mother Superior says he probably just stumbled here. The whole woods surrounding their whole area is filled with vagrants who are attacking travelers. And so this man was probably just a traveler who got attacked. They uh, assign, like, an older nun who's like, yeah, I won't be tempted around him. And uh, so this older nun will tend to him. Uh, Marta and Isabella then talk. And Isabella wants to see this guy. But they kind of talk more about their relationship and how they're only each other's friends and all this kind of stuff. And she really wants to speak to the dude. Uh, Then we see the old nun cooking for the dude who's like, I don't really believe in any of your guys' bullshit, so don't worry about it. Um, And then uh, uh, Marta tells Isabella that she will find the right time for her to talk to the uh uh to talk to the man, but it has to be done right. It can't, she can't do it alone. It has to be done at the right time. And if not, you know, uh, Mother Superior could find out. So, and that ends that 20 minutes. All right. A lot of setup for the second 40 minutes. Uh, a lot yeah, of the, the, sexual the first play. 40, this I movie's know. an hour and 40 minutes long. So there's a lot of setup uh, before we get down to the business. For a Joe D'Amato film, it actually is surprising how much of this setup up is actually some character driven trying to develop the actual people and some of their fl- their frustrations and play with the fantasy elements of the sex it's a little more classy than what i would expect from him at the same time still dwelling really for way too long on someone unpacking their luggage unless that's yeah, something yeah. they're into yeah but at the same time uh you know at least there's uh some character development so yeah and then there's actual pornographic imagery of nuns yeah. having sex which is absolutely everything that you would uh hope it to be but it's just right around the corner we haven't gotten there just yet just yet but it's it's on its way <laughs> so let's get to those 20 minutes uh, right <laughs> all right the next 20 starts, uh, Mother Superior visits the dude, and he says his only problem now is that he's lonely. He gets rather rapey with Mother Superior, including, like, throwing her down and pinning her to a bed. Uh, but Sister Marta luckily walks in and saves her. Then we cut to uh, the nun who Marta went to uh, Bone Town with uh, after whipping her. She's kind of just sitting in her room touching herself because this seems to be what this nun likes to do. Um, then Isabella comes in. <laughs> thank you, and, movie, by the way. Yeah, thank you, movie. And kind of reads this nun the riot act. It's almost like Isabella knows this nun kind of did things to her while she was asleep. So she says, you're going to get a message to the dude because she no longer trust Marta to do it. So you're going to get a message to him or else I'm going to tell everyone everything. So the woman's, this nun is now at uh, Isabella's command. So then we cut to that nun. She goes into Marta's room and gets a key probably to, you know, 
access the gentleman. Well, then Marta comes in, and they both strip down to their habits, and they get down in a pretty erotic 69. So, uh, I know this is something Court was really looking forward to, so there you go, buddy. Finally, an hour into this film, on our third film in this box set, we get what I want in an unsploitation film. We get serious sexual activity and habits, baby. And yeah. I, I forget what stockings, the, too. Yeah, I forget what the... Is it the whipple, the part where it's the underneath that just covers their hair and their face, but not the whole veil that, that that's the actual habit? I don't know what's what. But, yeah, I don't know what's what But either. basically, one of them is wearing the thing that covers her whole head and face still. And then the other one is wearing everything, including the actual habit that's hanging down. <laughs> and uh, they just go for it. And Everyone's well, having a good time. Well, the uh, 69, if you know the logistics of 69ing, doesn't quite work in some of the angles that it was shot in. Um, <clears throat> maybe there was some ass eating going on, which if that's what you're into, cool. <laughs> hey, man, just let them live their lives. You know, we, right. we can all live with the, uh, the, the fantasy on this one. <laughs> right. I just like the depth of mouth for licking didn't look like it was the right area considering this must, where this must, some... all, this must have been all before they created scissoring. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that's necessarily the case, but, um, it was, it was everything I was hoping or, it was going to be. And I or was or it was before scissoring got to Italy. It was something like that. <laughs> Those outrageous statements just make you look like such a fool in retrospect when people prove you wrong, dude. Well, I know. Probably. I, I'm saying maybe. I'm saying maybe. I'm just asking questions. I'm not, I'm not getting pissy here. I'm not saying that I know it for fact. I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. That's a great defense. I know, right? I'm just asking questions. Uh, <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. So anyway, um, then we see one nun goes into another nun's room and they talk about how Satan is actually here and, you know, is in the convent. Uh, and when she comes in to say that, that particular nun who she's trying to talk to is masturbating. So it's becoming an epidemic. Well, and you notice she goes at it harder right after Satan is mentioned, too. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. that's also true. All of this she's, is a thank uh, you movie, by the way. Yeah, yeah good job, movie. <laughs> Everyone's doing a bang-up job here right now. So then um, we see the guy, he's outside uh, with the statue. Looking at the statue, the, the this visitor who was injured. Then we see Mother Superior. She's woken up and even says that the devil must be in the convent. All this kind of stuff. There, everything is becoming a, a a damn mess here as everyone kind of freaks out. Then all of a sudden, all the nuns walk into the well, the, the main church area, I guess, and we see the devil statues appearing at the altar, and they all see it, which is freaking all of them up. So that's uh, that's probably not good. Mass hysteria. <laughs> <laughs> mass hysteria we have dog and cats living together mass hysteria so uh later on mother superior tells marta to go get a priest who is also an exorcist to help clean cleanse the uh convert she will also then step down and tell the bishop or the cardinal to promote marta in her place uh marta will leave in the morning to go get the priest through the town remember this because it was actually honestly a pretty bad idea for her to do this so then the nun who kind of hooks up with marta she gets the message uh to the dude to meet isabella later on that evening that nun, while talking to the dude about, you know, Isabella meeting him, he then, he's standing with the statue and kind of goes on telling her about it, about how everything here is built on, you know, uh, 
pagan ground. So, uh, you know, deal with that knowledge however you need to, I guess. Well, and he also uh, reveals it to her in such a way as to say that he made sure that he got here specifically to see this statue because yeah. he needed to see this statue. Like, he's here for the statue. He pretty much faked his way into the nunnery by pretending yes. to be injured is what he's basically saying. Yes. I guess that's kind of what I got. I, some things lost in the translation, so I'm glad you got it. I thought for some reason he just knew all about this dumb shit, and I was like, all right, buddy, we get it. You're uh, you're living your best life here. We're uh, we're understanding. <laughs> so uh, uh, the nun then gets the message to Isabella, and she's like, "Hey, is he a gentleman? Do you think he'll help?" And she's like, uh, "I don't know, but I got I saw evils evil in his eyes when I saw him uh, talking to you or talking about you. There's uh, evil in his eyes, and I'm sure when they say evil, they mean lust." Uh, if I had to guess. Yeah, that's what they meant. Yeah. So, uh, Isabella's like, huh, okay. So, uh, Isabella brings another nun inside. It's like, hey, I want you to try on this necklace and have it. And she goes, oh, I can't, you know, because we're not supposed to own shit. And she's like, oh, you're not like them. You're different. And pretty much bribing her to make believe she is her. Uh, so that's kind of awkward. And, uh, we're going to see why here. Uh, we see Mother Superior praying. And she's kind of trying to pray the evil way herself and pray for forgiveness that she allowed it to happen here. And that's the end of that 20 minutes. Okay. So, yeah. Um, we're, we see, we're seeing things are kind of going. Yeah. They had to bring in a little exorcism stuff here. Like in the back, yeah. back half of this film, they start doing the trying to pray out the sin and the devil. Um, I get the feeling that the gentleman who came here is basically a representation of that, that pagan God. And he's coming here to wreak havoc on this nunnery because of what was done to their temples here and, you know, their, their beliefs. So I believe you are right. So I believe that's why he's coming to the statue because that's the statue that he represents. And, um, it's him that is here that is causing this issue, but his avatar or whatever is the girl that's being held against her will there. Is it Isabel is her name? Yeah. Isabel yeah. is her name. Yeah. yeah Isabel is that's who's being held there against her will. He's using her sexual frustration being trapped there and like amplifying it and like basically attacking. And of course, this is going to look like a demonic force to Catholics. Not just, yeah, well, of course. Not just some pagan sex god having a little, little Midsummer yeah. Night's romp with you. <laughs> I mean, and when doesn't that happen, honestly? <laughs> yeah, when don't Catholics misinterpret everything as demon? Let's not just blame only Catholics around here, all right? <laughs> Every other goddamn religion, too. But in this case, we are talking very In this case, it is Catholics. Catholic. Yeah, all right, all right. yeah, so I can drum them into a broad generalization if I want to on my show. Yeah, and I, I mean, you're not quite wrong for doing it either. <laughs> so I don't even know why I'm giving you so much shit for it. I'm out of line, but I'm not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're just an asshole. All right, let's move on to the next story. All right. So uh, the nun who took the bribe from Isabella, and uh, she's in her Isabella's room. The guy comes in. She's pretending to be Isabella. Uh, he says, yeah, I'll take this necklace as a form of payment. He goes, but it's not going to be enough. He also needs her as payment, her virtue if you will. Right, so he obviously has a kink and he's looking to get it settled. Um, so he strips her down and then uh, bones her and she's moaning uh, to Helen back. Mother Superior can hear it and she's 
crying, praying, thinking the devil's in there doing some devil stuff. Uh, and uh, Isabella and the other nun are also listening to this, like, huh, holy shit. Well, uh, I guess, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, guess everyone was right. He was after something else. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, so they're listening to that. Uh, so then, after you know uh, the work's been completed, uh, <laughs> you know, we would say, uh, and you hear the young that's nun the most, have an orgasm. That's the most non-sexy way of, of, saying, of saying that they're having sex is when the work's been completed. Well, yeah, when when one of them orgasms, the work's been completed. Um, Isabella comes in and says, "Ha, I'm the real Isabella. You fucking shithead." And now I see that you're. She's like, "I can tell you're a miserable man." All this, and he goes, "I am." He goes, "But you know, I'm not. That's how all I am, and all that shit." And she's like, "Well, what do you want?" And he goes, "Well, uh, he will help her though, uh, but for the for the right price." And she's. He never says exactly that it's her, but it's heavily implied, and she kind of heavily agrees that all right, fine, whatever. Guess I'll do that then. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. As he leaves, he, uh, by the way, I believe they even had a scene. She slapped him, and then I think they cut it out, but I think he slapped her back. Yeah, I'm not sure. But in my movie, I believe he cut, they, I believe they cut it out because at one point it cuts and her face is turned like he slapped her and she was crying. After he leaves, Isabella gets on the bed and does start bawling her eyes out, knowing that she's gonna have to probably, uh, you know, give herself up to be able to get out. More or less, yes. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like she wants to do that but it's almost like she doesn't have much of a, a choice at this point to get her letter to her uncle who she would rather go and have sex with because what in the game of thrones is happening in this place <laughs> yeah i don't know then marta is walking through the forest and of course this is where we uh get the worst scene and it is two men uh knock marta out and then they were going to uh just rob her and then they made the decision that instead of just robbing her, they are also going to rape her. And so we get a very graphic rape scene. So not good. Yeah. The most pornographic thing in this movie is the rape scene. What the fuck, Joe D'Amato? Yeah. I, I don't believe we needed all that in our lives. Uh, so damn. Yeah. Just hurtful. We're just going to move past it and yeah. fuck that was gross. Just, just know that it's really graphic. Yeah. And so, very fucking gross. Yeah. So just a trigger warning for anybody who doesn't want to see that kind of shit. We don't blame you. Yeah. All right. So then, uh, so, but Marta is able to get away and the guys are apparently too tired to chase her. Uh, you know, fucking Jesus gross. Uh, so, uh, the, as she kind of passes out, we see the priest who's supposed to be the exorcist rides up and he picks her up and takes her back to the convent, uh, tells, uh, he tells Mother Superior as he's getting things ready that he will win, and then when she's like, oh, we'll be praying for you or anything, he accosts her for that, saying how she brought horribleness to this convent. Even the man and the, and Isabella, who shouldn't be here, who she feels are causing it, are pawns in someone else's game, so she blames them, even though they're not literally at fault, uh, and... Pretty much, he says, uh, then we cut to Mother Superior goes to Marta's bedside, who is canatonic, kind of, or not quite right, and begs for her forgiveness. Um, then Mother Superior uh, goes and talks some shit to the statue. That ends that 20 minutes as we get ready to go into the final 20 minutes. Things are starting to heat up a little bit, but it's really hard to come back from just how much of a bummer that rape scene actually was. And then yeah. the film actually doesn't, the film actually doesn't um, try to bring it back. This 
this is where things start to spiral out of control and mm-hmm. go towards a uh, everybody goes insane <laughs> kind of ending, if you will. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. It's very much the Devils of Lundan. What they're trying to do with the ending here is is, is basically what they go for. Um, or Ken Russell's The Devils, if you've seen that, um, where basically like you know the matter they get, the more reaction they get, the more misbehaving they do, the more they're prayed over, and the more attention they get. So they just keep getting worse, basically. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, anyway, we can move on to the next twenty. We're good. All right. All right. Yeah, I've never seen that movie though. Though, what was that one called? Ken Russell's The Devils. We'll the, do it someday. The, we'll probably do it. I was about to say we'll probably do something there. Yeah, I still um, have to put together an edit that is like the most complete version that I can get. So it's up. Yeah. To, it's, it'd be up to me to piece it together before you watch. It. I'm too lazy right. to try it. <laughs> All right. Well, the priest is getting ready to perform his exorcism. He says he'll clean one room at a time. All nuns must stay in their cells, and while they can think good thoughts not to pray, because they've already brought so much shame out of the convent, their praying would actually just help the, the devil. So he begins, in his cup of holy water always and starts getting bloody. So that's not good. Uh, Isabella visits the dude and, uh, they both kind of just comment how religion is bullshit and they don't, they don't really think about it at all. They think it's all dumb and all that kind of shit. So there's that. Um, yeah, I was, I was down with all of this speech. Yeah. Uh, then the priest is outside with the statue. He says a couple prayers. The statue starts bleeding out of its mouth. Then, uh, Isabella and the dude strip down and they start going to town having some hardcore sex. Woohoo! Yeah. Uh, Thank then you, all, all the nuns are starting to get hot and bothered and horny in their cells as the priest is praying. Ooh, ooh, uh, thank you, movie. Yeah, this is this is something else. Two nuns who are in the same cell together, they even pull out a wooden dildo and they start using that on each other. And that's pretty graphic. Yeah, it goes uh, hardcore and shows you actual yeah. penetration with the good old fashioned wood dildo. Um, yes. It was interesting. Let me just put it that way to yeah. say. Uh, very interesting. A <laughs> little off-putting, but very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to get a sliver. Yeah, that's what I was mostly concerned with. Um, but it looks like pretty polished wood, so, you know, I, I don't, <laughs> maybe there are no slivers to get. <laughs> Perhaps, but either way, it was a little disconcerting to, to see happen, but at the same time, quite intriguing. Talk about getting wood. Uh, I hate you. Uh, I should die. So anyway, um, uh, so then we're back to Bella and the dude, and they're boning. And at this point, we are almost just in a constant state of everyone is horned up to the max at this point. Yeah, it's kind of fun. It does. Yeah, this doesn't stop. Uh, we go back to the priest, and he's walking down hallways, and all the nuns are coming out of their cells, and they're kind of draping themselves all on him, and they're all getting naked and shit. What well, if eventually, one of them is like rage masturbating at him too? Yeah, yeah. And eventually, he gets to a room, and the nuns are just all over him and start undressing him, and he's acting like they're not even there. And you're like, "Well, you're you're a stronger man than I, Padre." Jesus. Uh, then, uh, anyway, after uh, Bella and the dude get done sexing, he's asleep. Uh, so she grabs a knife and, uh, well, she stabs him right in the dick. Yeah. <laughs> kills kills him right good. Uh, so, all right, bye. I, I didn't know why she did that. He, he was the dude that she didn't want to have to have sex with. So that he Yeah, but now how's she going to get that message out to her uncle? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> that felt weird. I don't know. I don't know. This, this, this one didn't make a lot of sense to me other than... Damato wanted a guy get to get, you know, stabbed in the dick. Uh, so I just take it for what it is. <laughs> right. Uh, and besides, it's not like he, maybe he already delivered the letter and then he came back for the payment and now she stabbed him in the dick and it's all done. Yeah. So now it's, uh, 
uh, we cut now back to almost the same scene that opened up the movie. That gardener sitting there says another dead bunny there, and we see Sister Marta, who says, I don't want to hear about any of that kind of garbage again. That's all superstition. Don't t- bother me with it. And he says, okay, and roll credits. <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't get it. I don't get it either. Uh, it felt like they got to final 20 with an actual story happening, and then just decided to say, holy shit, do we have too much of a story? Yeah, well, we gotta get the fuck out of that, so let's just be nonsensical for a while. Yeah, either that or that nun stabbing the guy ended it, and they broke that cycle, and now they're just back to the way they were. That could be, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, when that's, Isabella that, stabbed the guy. Yeah, that's, be, that's yeah. serious fucking retconning it in my head, because this is a Joe D'Amato movie, he doesn't care. Yeah, yeah, he's not <laughs> thinking about that kind of stuff. I don't think so, no. <laughs> um, the graphic sexual content of this film with the nuns in the habit uh, definitely make this worth the watch the really graphic rape scene in the middle of it makes this a cautionary thing to not really want to advise people to try and brave um, yeah. the whole way through yeah that was not something uh, you wanted to see yeah Mm-mm. well that's Joe that was a little too rough for me yeah yeah so again, uh, we have yet a third, somewhat of a downer, uh, and I think that's kind of the lesson that we're going to take from exploitation. I think all the exploitation ends up being a downer. Yeah. Eventually, there's going to for it to be exploitation, there's going to have to be unfortunately an assault scene on a nun. It's just kind of what happens. And I, d- I don't require it, but apparently it seems to well, be no, something. Well, no, I'm saying there, that's, yeah. I think that's what like the directors require of it. You know, not saying the fans of it. I'm saying the, but the directors certainly do for yeah. some reason. Let's, let's hope uh, we can make it through next week's without that. Yeah. Maybe we'll get next week since just like horny nuns and nobody has to get attacked. You know, what would be funny is if uh, this uh, particular exploitation movie was the only one that actually was subtitled if all of the other ones are dubbed oh god yeah that would be fucking hilarious <laughs> just this one of course yeah that would be fucking great uh this is going to be one of the shortest episodes we have definitely ever done because we're done with the movie and i don't really yeah. have a lot to talk about because i mean plot wise we pretty much covered it we felt like the, i mean we, we we agreed it was like that guy was a representation of that god come back or at least as, yeah. like belief in the same type of pagan beliefs and it sparked this whole thing um the possession thing that it spun off into being where the priest is going around and trying to uh pray the evil away while the nuns are like rage masturbating at him and yeah and like coming out of the room and like fucking going after each other in front of him and just following him along it was like super surreal and weird and like i feel like they just did that because it was super surreal and weird like it doesn't agreed it just kind of just it just the priest just shows up because he finds the nun that was assaulted but he was already on his way there she just made it back to the right path to get yeah, help exactly right like he was already concerned about what's going on there and was already going to be doing the exorcism this her being found there assaulted was just like the final nail in the coffin that made him drive further to do it faster yeah he was already on the way there. he was already gonna do all this shit so <laughs> it just gets so weird and just convoluted like all of the stuff that it just keeps trying to pile on and really all it's because they were trying to show you that these nuns are sinning and they should feel guilty about it and apparently like because it gets so out of control they have to send in this outside priest who fails miserably at doing an exorcism and ends up becoming the victim of a salt it looks like himself yeah that uh that doesn't look like uh like he's having a good time (laughs) 
No, it absolutely did not. Um, maybe he there was like he did not want them all over him like that. Yeah, maybe there at the end, whenever it turned into like a full fledged like sort of orgy scene, but even still, that counts as one of those like quote unquote seduction things, and that's fucked. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, totally agreed. Uh, <laughs> don't know quite what to do about that other than just say, well, I guess it's just this movie. <laughs> yeah, there are still some components of the film that definitely will match and meet up with the things that you will enjoy for a non-exploitation film. But hey, if it's exploitation, you're going to be having a landmine field of you never know what they're going to put in there just to be exploitative. Yeah, exactly. Any exploitation film is really like that. You just don't know what they're going to decide to put in there to make it as exploitative as possible. (laughs) And sometimes it's going to be content that we're going to be very objectionable to like this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. You feeling up to doing a story uh, for PSYOP News and then we can wrap it up? Yeah, why not? All right, well, let's take the break here. We'll play the second in the King Diamond double feature I was talking about. The song is called Behind These Walls, and it's the continuation of the story that began in Into the Convent. And then after that, we're going to have some PSYOP News. single king diamond song you listen to will suck you in <laughs> and before you I know think it, we you already just, talked about that you'll, you'll listen to entire albums and uh it'll just draw you in and before you know it you're a fan and you're listening to album after album over and over again because you're obsessed and that's how most fandom goes i think <laughs> usually that's how it works well let's tell them a different story and give them some news. Uh, This one comes from Pete. Our man, Pete. He must have an incredibly long penis. I believe from Good Beer, Bad Movie Night. Uh, Yes, I believe so. I believe you are quite right with uh, your thoughts and opinions on who people are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in this case, he's kind of the only Pete that interacts with our show. So, yes. uh, Yeah, that's also true. So, yeah, there you go. (laughs) All right. uh, Florida Mitchell demands taxpayer-funded BDSM dungeon at city commission meeting. <laughs> I'm going to need that headline again, sir. And, and of course, it's Florida. Florida mistress demands taxpayer funded BDSM dungeon at city commission meeting. <laughs> uh, we need in depth coverage on this. Yes. Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, a latex clad mistress presented an unusual proposal 
uh, during a Florida commission meeting on Tuesday. Oh, I have some audio of this uh, meeting right oh, yeah? here. Yeah, the, it's it's l- the part where they're uh, concerned about some of the budgets. Okay, you ready? Yeah, yeah. Your silicone penis budget is out of control. Probably. Yeah, I would have to say it, it might just be out of control. You might not be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can move on. All right. So, uh, anyway, uh, they state uh, Scrap proposed waste disposal contract and divert some of the funds to build a dungeon. Fort Lauderdale City Commissioners were discussing a proposed $906,000, uh, sorry, a $906,500, uh, just say nine hundred and seven grand. Uh, yard waste disposal contract with Waste Management Inc. when they called upon a woman who signed up to speak. The woman, identified only as Miss Crave, stepped up to the microphone, flanked by two others in tall stiletto boots, latex hoods, and reflective face shields. (laughs) She... She stated uh, that she hoped everyone was having a good evening and that they could call her mistress, Miss Crave said. You could uh, probably just picture the look of wide-eyed disbelief on every single person's face in the meeting when those people stepped up to the mic. My favorite would be uh, maybe some of the people who know Miss Crave. <laughs> oh, yeah, and they're all like, yeah, they're like, hello. Oh, why is she? Or they're like, oh, fuck, why is she here? Why is she here? Why is she here? <laughs> oh, I got you like one of her secret <laughs> clientele gotcha yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, oh, oh fuck, fuck. Me, fuck me fuck 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 fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> what the fuck no no <laughs> yeah the mistress said she stood neutral regarding the contract but claimed the council members supported the pricey deal to hide their secrets down the drain such as the condom they used to cheat on their spouse miss craze suggested they use a quarter of that million uh, to uh, uh, support doms and subs in Broward County. Dom, <laughs> I love this news article. Dom is shorthanded for dominant in the BDSM <laughs> subculture, while sub is shorthand for submissive. <laughs> Thank you, newspaper people, for letting me know. Matt, Matt, this isn't just an article. This is an advertisement for a lifestyle that someone didn't even know they were into until they saw these photos. Right? No shit. She so also it's said, good that they're giving them the proper vocabulary. Giving, giving them a little help, letting them know where they should come from. Yeah. Uh, she also said the money should be used to build a dungeon created by us and for us, the taxpayers and voting citizens. Spaces where BDSM practitioners gather are often referred to as dungeons. I'm loving this person who ever wrote this article because they it's are literally getting on to it. Cock. If you want a fear boner. Yeah, I mean, really, if you do want a fear boner, this is it. Pulling it just to pull it. Yeah, no, I, I think at this point you'd be pulling it for real purposes. <laughs> that or they just had a bukkake mouth part. That sometimes does happen. I think that's Let's, going in the spank bank. I don't see why you would need to do that. Shooting so, a fucking hot load all over this dog. Oh. <laughs> uh, in closing, uh, she stated, uh, do not let this glamorous look distract you from doing your duty to take my demand, she said, gesturing towards the women behind her. I look forward to spanking each and every one of you at the new esteemed dungeon. Awesome. That is fucking gnarly. I fucking, yeah, this lady's her new hero, I think, or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> I I don't know if, even if it's just like a publicity stunt, it's fucking brilliant if that's all it is. Yeah. I mean, even if it's just a, who cares if it's just a publicity stunt? It's genius. Well, here's the other thing is I think you might be onto something where there's somebody on that council that yeah. uh, she knows a little too well. And I think she showed up there to prove a point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially with 
with that one statement of, hey, you know, when you all, because you're all fucking, you know, uh, uh, flushing down your condoms that you just cheated on your spouse spouse with. So just saying, I think she might know some peeps uh, that are there. And uh, so it's a, it could be a bad thing for them. Little, I mean, you're talking a little blackmail here to get what she wants. And I even like maybe just letting them know, hey. Uh, so after she walked off in silence, a council member dryly wished them a happy holidays. <laughs> Good on that council person too. Just to say it. Yeah, no, happy holidays, guys. Thanks for coming in. <laughs> love the rad costumes. Yeah, you guys love that shit. Where do you get it so shiny? Where do you get that shit at? <laughs> that's that's not real leather, right? Because I don't know if the animal activists are going to be too happy with you about that one. <laughs> Jesus, we still haven't even hit an hour yet. We should do one more story just to get to an hour. All right. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, there's more to this story. I'm sorry. Oh, keep one going. One member, now. yeah, one city manager, uh, one member jokingly asked the city manager, are there any other districts that have a dungeon? Not that I know of, the city manager replied. Okay, just wanted to check, the council member said. <laughs> <laughs> like you wanted to see if there's precedence for doing this because yeah. he was like, sure, why yeah, right. not? Why not? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, let's see here. What else could we possibly be doing? <laughs> Everyone will be coming on my face. All cops are. I mean, it, people in those dungeons—they—they they might. I don't know what they're doing. Shut uh, up! Are you talking about penises? No, not anymore. Pulling so, it, just pull it. Right? Uh. Yes, you can't have sex by sticking an erect penis into a vagina. That is true. I uh I saw that uh once on a uh, medical drama. Man, that is just the worst hand job ever. I, you know, almost any hand job could be the worst hand job ever. Why? Are you if you really think in about it. Swimming pools. Why are you coming in public swimming pools? These are fantastic questions. Dude finally gets hard, so now it's time to plow. Yeah, I don't know what to say to that one. Um, hey, fuckers, religion's bullshit. God's not real. <laughs> I'm just sitting here bored hitting notes every couple of minutes. Right. Uh, here's one from Robert. Our man. Ro- nice foot. <laughs> sorry, go oh, ahead. Sorry, go ahead. This is our man Robert in the field. He must have yes, an incredibly it- long penis. And this is a fun Christmas one. Woman accidentally wraps presents with X-rated wrapping paper. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> A mother of four uh, wrapping Christmas presents for her kids should have done a double take with the wrapping paper she was using. The Australian mother named Nicole did not realize the wrapping paper she was using was incredibly X-rated and featured cartoon images of an aroused snowman and a couple of reindeer getting frisky. Oh my God. So everyone have a good day. <laughs> that was the story? That was it? Yeah, uh, hold on. I, the, the website's kind of cancered everything, so. <laughs> oh man, I hate that. Yeah. So, hold on. Pulling it just to pull it. Pulling it just to pull it. In other horse sex news, necrophilia can be overlooked. All right. And I think I have it now. The Australian... Okay. Uh, All right. Sorry. She states that she purchased them online and only noticed when she was wrapping the third present. Thankfully, the first two were for me and my partner, Nicole said, per the New York Post. When I first saw it, I had to send photos to my friend and mother to see if they'd notice anything off while wiping uh, laughter from tears from my face. And sure enough, uh, I they have pictures of the wrapping paper, and it's fucking great. Uh, Nicole <laughs> has no plans on ditching the paper, but has had to adjust her wrapping technique to hide the graphic images from her kids. 
she states she uh, only have uh, she she said I have only wrapped small presents with it now with strategically placed name labels. She said she finds it hilarious and showed everyone. She said she put the post up on social media in case someone hadn't noticed or may have left it too late to buy more paper and to give them a good laugh. So there we go. That's the story. <laughs> That's a nice little Christmas story for you there. Wow. Uh, so she bought the bulk of her wrapping paper from this website, and then it turned out it was all deeply pornographic. Yep. And at least she had a good time with it. Well, what else are you going to do? It's a mistaken buy. She should have looked a little closer at the images, I suppose, or maybe they should have made a bigger warning for her. I think there, there's plenty of things where we've seen people who like get all pissy and then uh, and blame someone else, not them. That's fair. Yeah, at least she found a way around it, even though this was yeah. kind of her only choice for wrapping paper. <laughs> and fuck, wrapping paper is expensive anymore. <laughs> Jesus, everything's expensive. Well, that's also true. <laughs> ah, there we are, an hour one. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's uh, that'll have to be good enough. I, I, you know. Hey, listen, we, we didn't even know if we were going to have a show, so... <laughs> Yeah, at least we have a show, right? And the length yeah, doesn't yeah. fucking matter. That just makes it even easier for me to edit. So let's just, that's right. We'll just go ahead and fucking end it here. Here's the ending Legion promo. And then right after that, I said I was going to get weird with it. And coming up after the ending Legion promo is Night Ranger with Sister Christian. I shit you not. Ah, nice. If you enjoyed this show, then make sure you check out the other great shows on the Legion Podcast Network, like Cinema Psyops, Cinema Beef, Devour the Podcast, Duncan and Bo Come Correct, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, Friday the 13th, Get Slayed, The Hellming Power Hour, Hello, This is the Doom Show, Hero Hero Ghost Show, Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hates Action, Legion After Dark, Mental Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, Pick 6 Movies, The Podcast by the Cemetery, The Podcast on Haunted Hill, The Psycho Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s, Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shadecast, Short Bus Cinema, Two Drink Minimum Commentaries, The VD Clinic, Who Will Survive Horror Podcast, and Which Versus the Doomsday Clock. With such a widespread of shows, there is guaranteed to be a niche for you to fall in love with. Horror, politics, movies, books, sex, music, commentaries, health, video games, kaiju, action, news, comedy, and opinions that would most likely get you killed in some parts of the world. We are proud to bring you some of the best podcasting in the world. Check us out at www.legionpodcast.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found.
Okay, you can stop anytime now. Finding Mr. Right. Okay, knock it off. All right, well, only because I don't know the rest of the <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, so the other times that I have yelled at Matt to get him to stop butchering a song in his really not being able to sing way, all of the previous 384 times that has happened, all available, legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops dash podcast. I mean, you know, you could be nice to me on occasion. I don't butcher all songs on purpose. I just do it. <laughs> it's not that you do it on purpose. It's that you do it and it offends my sensibility. I mean, I don't blame you for being offended by that. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> If you'd like to bicker back and forth about anything having to do with movies, well, not even really movies, just kind of chit-chat and, well, you better not bicker because there's really not a lot of bickering going on there. Anyway, Legion Discord chat. That's what I'm trying to direct you towards here, Paul. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Our Instagram, that's where the memes are, cinema underscore psyops. Our Facebook group is Cinema Psyops, aptly named after the fucking podcast. I'm on Facebook as Court Psyops. The memes get shared to Instagram, then to Facebook three times a day for a working day whenever I'm actually working because I'm a self-centered prick. If you'd like to debate me about that, I'm cinemasyopscourt at gmail.com. Anyway, kick the fuck out of this week and make it your pitch. thing is i think we should just start all the way over again because otherwise that was going to be the worst episode we've ever recorded <laughs> all right yeah we can do that hold on let me get rid of this recording then <laughs> you were just sounding so awful and it's just yeah it just would not have worked and i just felt terrible i'm like i should have let you go a lot sooner than what we did <laughs> well the last time i vomited and then we did let go i went up and fell asleep on the couch for a bit uh yeah. i haven't so puked since and even have kept some food down so i don't know what happened but i ran into i don't know man fucking brick wall might have been a minor food poisoning case or something because it just i think so it really seemed like that you that's know? exactly what it seemed like to me because i never ran a fever nothing 
something like that. So yeah, it was just whatever it was was in your stomach. Your stomach recognized was horrible, and you needed to get it out like although, right away. Although I am sad, I deleted that. That would have been fun to like just continue the show and uh, just have <laughs> me sounding like this. I, where the first part was me sounding like ass, and then the- yeah, I considered it. I really did, but then I was like, <laughs> I no, it's just it's a disservice to our audience it, oh, to make them. It really that. was. Yeah, it, the the first part of this, show, I was like, the more we were doing it, I was like, this is going to be the worst fucking show ever. <laughs> <laughs> I felt it the whole way through it. I was like, I just, I either I'm going to keep going with this and he's going to yeah. pull through and eventually it'll be okay or he's going to get worse and we're going to have to call it quits. And that's, that's what happened. So and I got worse. Holy shit, man. <laughs> that, that last one was just all bile that came up. I had nothing left. So maybe I got whatever it was that was in me out of there. Can you record on your side now? Oh yeah. I should probably start doing that. Huh? Yeah. I'm, uh, recording. I'm recording one, two, three. I've been recording this whole time, so I got Good. all of that. Good. <laughs> Hopefully you save some of the vomiting. I, I, I realized when I got down here to reset up, I never stopped recording. So I had like five hours of recording. <laughs> well, yeah, I never shut my recorder off. So luckily I have it like externally powered because the battery was almost dead. <laughs> <laughs> I just rolled over to a new file. And I mean, like I stopped recording, obviously. So yeah. all right, let's fucking go. Let's do this. Let's upright. do it. Here we go. You already heard it, so I'm just going to skip ahead. <laughs> Three, two, one. Well, it was all in Italian, so we uh, did subtitles, so no clips this week. At least any that most of our audience could understand, anyway. Yeah, and then, I mean, it, that also made it the funny thing is that the great, the one week where there are no clips, and, and then I'm vomiting. Because, yeah, I could have taken breaks while clips happened. Uh, so, anyway, uh, uh, S, uh, uh, hmm, hold on. Hmm. And then we see another nurse, her win or nurse, another nun. All of this She's, is a thank uh, you movie, by the way. Yeah, yeah good job, movie. <laughs> Everyone's doing a bang up job here right now. I felt naughty um, watching it this morning, for sure. I, I felt a little weird. I'm glad I didn't watch this during Christmas, uh, if I'm going to be 100% honest. <laughs> hey, I didn't know it was going to get this grody. I was just kind of hoping. There's part of me that thought about doing it yesterday, and I'm like, uh, you know what? Maybe I'll hold off on that. You know what? I, I made the right move. <laughs> not, not the kind of movie Matt would feel okay with watching on Christmas. No, sorry. It's just not. I'm a, call me, uh, call me a stickler, but that's just how it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> bit of a prude, Matt's eye up in this of, case. Bit of, bit of a prude, I am. Yes. Uh, so, let's see here. Um, let's see here. Oh, loving myself here. <laughs> Your fever dream notes? Yeah, kind of. Uh, let's see here. Oh, all right. Um, then she tells Isabella about the dude, and Isabella's like, is he, like, a gentleman? Is he a good dude? All this kind of stuff. And she's like, uh, uh, oh, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Backwards. Alrighty. Let's see here. Oh, boy. All
anyway, kick the fuck out of this week and make it your bitch. Damn, you got through that one. <laughs> yeah, we might as well have. It's been a hell yeah. of a day. <laughs> I am done recording. Uh...